0: Hey everybody, this is Zab Zan of Entrepreneurs That Soar and host of the web TV show, Creative Chat Cafe, The Talk Show Hangout, and you're listening to the Money, Marketing, and Freedom Secrets Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Money, Marketing, and Freedom Secrets Podcast, the show that equips Shero entrepreneurs with powerful strategies and inspiration to launch, manage, and grow successful online businesses you'll discover the secrets to mastering all the moving pieces of your online business so you can be free to enjoy life and show up to serve the people who need you now while making a good living doing what you love now it's time to unleash your inner shero and free yourself from the web of confusion and overwhelm so you can master your client getting profit-winning superpowers and live your profitable purpose here's your host Alright, hello Shira entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Money Marketing and Freedom Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Kenya Halliburton. And today's show is going to be great for you or anyone who has been thinking about launching a web TV talk show or getting into the webcasting game. You know, one of the most powerful strategies you can use today is video. And I love video because it's I really love it because of its re- repurposing power, right? You can record a video, and you can get written content. You can get audio content to use in the separate podcast arrangement or whatever <laughs> you you want to do. But you know, you can pull out a bunch of different content that can you can use for your web marketing. Another reason I love video is that there's so much opportunity to create visibility for your business. And build value for your audience, which ultimately builds that no, like, and trust factor that you need so much of in order to build a successful business. Plus, if you really commit to it, you can really stand out in the marketplace because most people just kind of dip their, their little toe in video, um, but there's no real momentum, no real strategy, um, nothing that really changes things for them or their audience. And I myself, I have to admit, have been guilty of in video, I haven't fully committed, (laughs) but my guest today has mastered the medium of online video by creating her own web TV talk show. And I'm super-duper excited because I get to chat with one of my most favorite show entrepreneurs in the world, Zeth Zan, who hosts the web talk show Creative Chat Cafe, which I have had the honor and privilege to co-host from time to time, and it's always so much fun. Zeph is a high-tech, high-touch marketing strategist, and I'll let her tell us a little bit more about what that is. And she's also the founder of Entrepreneurs at SOAR, also referred to as which is an online-based company that harnesses and leverages the power and reach of videos, web TV via Google Hangouts, and social media. So without further ado, let's talk to Zeph because she's going to give us some really, really good stuff on setting up a web talk show. So Zeph, welcome to the Money, Market, and Freedom Speakers podcast. Thank you so much for sharing your brilliance with us today. Oh, my
0: God. Thank you so much for having me, Kenya. Hey, 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 everybody. It's Zevzen. How is everybody doing today? Kenya, thank you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity to share my my expertise and tell my uh, stories, you know, on how I got started on this, this journey.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So let's talk about that, Zev, because um, I really want to know how you got started with the whole, you know, setting up your web talk show and just your journey to getting to this place because it's a really great show. So just tell us a little bit about how the inspiration for this show came to be. Mm, My
0: major inspiration for this show is when I realized I am one person, and I only have 24 hours in a day to get to my audience. You know what I mean? You know, you have to eat, you have to sleep, you have to, uh, you know, be the bottle washer, the cook, the the driver, and all that stuff on top of building your business. And uh, for me, I'm such an avid networker, too, and I'm thinking, gosh, I only have 24 hours a day. How can I stretch my day? oops, I can't, you know, and trying to get to maybe 100 people in an hour will probably take me three hours to get there. So I figured, you know, what can I do? What's my strategy that I can tap into that can help me to um, to be in front of, say, 100 people in... Ten minutes, and I thought, you know, hmm, what could what if I could use a video strategy, you know, something that I can increase the reach of my audience faster and more often, and um, that's really the reason why I started, um, you know. Uh, deving in into the strategy and kinda of really, really, really mastered it because I wanted to reach out to more people in a shorter period of time. And more often, you know, if I could um, only attend two networking events per week and reach out to a hundred people between the two events, why can't I do a hundred people in a day or maybe in six hours? That was the reason why I started, you know, I'm doubling with the, uh with the web uh, shows and kind of mastered it, really. I wanted to reach out more people.
1: That's amazing. You know, and that's really uh, great that you mentioned that because, you know, I've been kind of uh, realizing the same thing. Like you are only one person. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. really important to kind of, uh, you know, figure out some creative and strategic way to kind of clone yourself. In a way, um, <laughs> and you know, not only are you able to reach a wider audience, but I'm imagining that it's also allowing you a reason to reach out to people who, you know, you may want to work with you know, yes. and kind of give you, exactly. uh, create a more of a win-win situation versus, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people don't like networking or reaching out to people and having meetings because it feels kind of impersonal. But now you have a reason to reach out to somebody and say, hey, you know, come on my show. You know, is that right. is that one of the reasons why you created, uh, you know, that you use Creative Chat Cafe as well?
0: Yes. Um, and a big part of it has to do with humanizing my brand. And that's, That's the way I see it, too, because here's what I think of, you know, because, you know, web shows, videos, they all exist in a very cold platform, which is, you know, a a computer, a smartphone, a tablet. And literally, if we're going to do business with our audience, um, you know, and connect with them, build relationships, I think even speaking from my point of view, I want to connect with them and find out what are they like, you know, how do they talk, are they funny, are they Serious, You know, so it gives me that visibility of reaching out to my audience and humanize my brand because I'm such a people person and people needed to see me in that. In, in that natural nature uh, and personality yes. that I have. So it's a great way to humanize my brand. Um, and that's one of the biggest reasons also. I thought, you know, with with just starting out with Create Chat Cafe, you know, with the different personalities that we bring on board the show every week, um, you know, people just get to see, um, you know, uh, and research the talents and personalities ahead of time before they make the decision, to, uh, you know, To work with whoever, so really, it's a big part of why I started uh, Creative Check Cafe.
1: That's brilliant. That's really brilliant, and I love how you said, you know, that you use it to humanize your brand in this cold Mm -hmm. (laughs) digital world that we live in. I think is so critically important. So, Mm -hmm. you know. I know that you use web video very strategically for a very specific purpose, and we know that video is very, can be very powerful. What, why, in your opinion, do you think more people aren't embracing video talk shows? Well, wow, um,
0: that's pretty easy because I think many people, number one, are intimidated by technology or the video platforms itself because, you know, they The second reason could be you know they just don't want you to do the production work or they realize how much process is involved you know and then you also get people who are of different personalities you know introverts shy I just don't like the camera kind of thing you know so there are many reasons but I think primarily on average and the ones that I've heard the most is the fact that people are intimidated by the technology that these video platforms, you know, um, have. And uh, we all know, you and I know, it takes a little bit of a learning curve, time, and process to understand, you know, the technology itself. And not everybody is technology savvy. I'm not saying that you must be technology savvy because there are so many platforms these days that are um, doable. Simpler than what it used to be, say, two, three years ago. Um, But yeah, primarily, I think those are some of the good reasons why people are not embracing video uh, talk shows or videos uh, in general. Just the Mm -hmm. technology part of it, you know?
1: Yeah, I would, I would, I would. 100% One hundred percent agree with you on the technology <laughs> part, <laughs> and I love technology. But I yeah. do know that you know that is a very uh, big challenge because some people just you know that's not where they want to play. Now, you have a very you know great approach to dealing with technology, um, and it and you kind of look for ways to. Um, First of all, find technologies that are easier to work with, mm-hmm. um, and so for your show, you use Google Hangouts. Now, some people would say, you know, Google Hangouts isn't that great, easy to work with, <laughs> yes, but you committed exactly. to the Google Hangouts to host your show. Mm-hmm. Why Google Hangouts? First of all, why not? Because it's free.
0: <laughs> you know, we all love free stuff, but um, but here's my take on Google Hangouts. Like, Anything else, you know, you do have to put in the time, energy, and a little bit of effort into learning something new. For me, it worked out for my business, for what I wanted to do and accomplish, and for, you know, basically... For my skill sets, I felt that Google Hangouts was a great video platform. Is a great video platform, um, and um, the biggest thing is about it is free. The most important thing about Google Hangouts that I that uh, you know the reason that why I am still uh, you know with it is or using the platform is I love the fact that well, of course you know it, uh, it is a Google product, so it has a built-in SEO. Just this, mm-hmm. just this like. Couple weeks ago, I was just checking out, you know, um, a live show versus a recorded show on Hangouts, and I realized the SEO on the live shows on the live broadcast, or actually it's known as Hangouts on Air, they are so um, uh, you know SEO driven that if you search that show, most uh, most of the live shows come out in the top ten uh, of your search results. So that's powerful, and for me to invest. In another platform, probably a paid platform, and having someone else to you know hire somebody else to do specific SEO strategy, you know that that in itself is extra dollars that I have to spend. So I figured out you know if I wanted to use Google Hangouts, spend the time and energy, sweat equity in it, and just stick with it, and that's how you know I've. um, I've been able to get some success with Creative Chat Cafe because it is an easy platform, um easy to learn. I'm not saying, uh, you know, uh, it is the simplest platform. Yes, like everything else, you have to learn it, you know. But I think it fits my business, what I want to do, and what I want to accomplish. So, I felt that I'm, com- I feel that I'm comfortable with it. Therefore, that's the reason why I'm sticking with it. I love the SEO uh, part of the um, Google Hangouts on Air.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think what you said about the commitment part is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. no matter what platform you get with. Um, and of yes. course, I, I agree. Google is probably one of the best and most powerful ways to do, you know, video. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, the commitment piece is really critical because, you know, and I, I've watched you, you know, as you've gone on this journey and I know, you know, we've been on our, doing the show and, you know, Google mm-hmm. up and changed something and, yeah. you know, uh-huh. and it's a, it can be a, a bit frustrating but you committed to that process because it's a part of a bigger vision and so it's just a part of your business and you, you, you accept you know, mm-hmm. the ups and downs that come with it, and you roll with it and, and just make it work. hmm hmm like everything else in life, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I know that, you know, the alternative to doing, you know, web video or web talk shows is podcasting. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about, say, the benefits of having a web talk show versus, say, having a podcast. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, here's, here's what I think. Um, most importantly, you have in deciding which of the two works best for you is, number one, I think two things. Number one, you you need to know what you want to accomplish and what your goals are. And number two, what is the personality of your brand? So let me give you an example, right? So for me, my brand, to humanize my brand and my personality, I'm such a people person. My energy, I think, just vibrates and resonates Visually, so I needed a plus. that is visible. A podcast may not be the best platform for me because I feel that I want my audience. My strategy is I want my audience to connect and build a relationship with me, build that relatability factor with me by just watching how I talk, speak. I may make a lot of mistakes, so what, right? But they are able to connect with my energy um, by just watching me, me being visible, you know, um, and that's very important to my brand. So if you're a people person and you feel that you can connect better, and relate better to your audience maybe the web show would be a better one because it's very visible you know it's a video you can connect and vibrate your energy uh, you kind of have to ask yourself to what do you want to accomplish what are your goals you know you have to to allow people to connect with you and find out uh, and be transparent. Most people um, in the coaching industry, you know, in the training industry, we want to connect with people at an emotional level. And I think video and webcasts help us all achieve that. And that's the reason why I really, really bank on, you know, webcasting, web shows to um, to grow my business.
1: That's really good. That makes a lot of sense. You know, check in with the pulse of your brand, the voice and personality of your brand, and ultimately what you're yes. trying to accomplish with your business. That's good. Yes, yes. So we talked a little bit about the technology issue and people who are afraid of technology, and I know you have, you know, some very, you know, powerful ways that you use to duplicate yourself and get help producing your talk show. So tell us some different ways that we can get help to produce our web talk show, you know, if we don't if we're afraid we can just kind of do it by ourselves.
0: Yeah. So I think in 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 creating a web show or podcast or dealing with technology, my my important tip for everybody is there's no other way but just to dive into it and test it out yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if you don't then you probably need to have a budget to hire somebody to do it for you, you know, because if you really have that peer of technology, then you might have to set aside a budget to hire somebody to do for you. If that's what you do, that's that's fine too, that's okay, but if you're, you're someone like me who really wants to get hands-on, you just have to dive into the technology and set it up yourself. And one important thing is um, my mentors used to teach me this, they say, K I S S, which is keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. because there are so many platforms out there, and you're absolutely right, Kinga. There's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of steps, you know, process involved in, you know, webcasting, web shows, podcasting. But here's my thought: uh, you know, pick pick a platform that works for you, your business, and what you what you want to do. Right? Keep it simple, stupid, because. Remember this, if you pick a platform that is challenging and it takes a longer time for you to learn. So imagine if your, uh, your business grow and you have to delegate it, the process, the, uh, you know, the role to another team member, you have to come to think about, uh, you have to think about, hey, would this person be able to just, you know, um, run with, with the project and um, carry on my responsibilities uh, from the get-go, or do I have to set aside some time to teach the person how, how to do this? And what is this person's learning curve? So, you know, always KISS, we just keep it simple stupid, because um, that's also the reason why I chose Google Hangouts, like we talked earlier, is because I always keep on thinking, you know, what if I needed somebody else? to take over my role, you know, my production role? Am I able to teach them within a few days or hours? Or would it take a longer learning curve? And uh, do I have to budget the time? Do you have to kind of answer all these questions before you decide on one platform? So, yeah, that's my thought for, you know, um, for uh, people who are really considering producing a web show uh, or podcast.
1: Okay. That that makes sense. That's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, now let's talk about what a lot of people probably want to know because you know we're talking about business and we're doing marketing. You should at least be in the frame of mind of thinking, you know, how is this going to make me money? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to know where the teaching right? sure. yeah, factor, right? The teaching factor. Yeah. So, how can we monetize it. our web web talk show? What are some ways we so, can do that? So many ways you can
0: get creative, but I think the two most obvious and the ones that um, I think are you know doable and number one, you know, just like T V networks, have your have people subscribe to your content. So it can be subscription based show, you know, where you have just like the T V networks, you'll have Showtime, uh, you know, um, and all those uh, stars channels you can actually have your audience subscribe to your content. That's a way to do it, to monetize the show. Mm-hmm. And two, you can create a membership-based community of experts that kind of network and collaborate. So it's just like any networking group, but it's an online networking group that can have access to very specific content. You could probably have free content, and you can have very specific content targeted to the needs and demands of certain groups of, you know, people. So you can create a membership community of experts online that would do, you know, would literally network and collaborate. So that's another way, too. There are so many ways you can really get creative, you know. Mm -hmm. But the top two that are doable are literally what I just mentioned there.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I know, too, um, uh, some of the ways that um, I know you talked about before was, you know, creating an affiliate relationship. With the yes. guests that you have on your show, and allowing mm-hmm. them to kind of pitch some of their offers, and you know, getting a percentage of you know that as well, right?
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, you can really get creative. You know, the, mm-hmm. I think um, a, a great way to really start. It. So let me be uh, honest and blunt from the get-go. Don't expect your web show to just you know, oh, build it and they will come. No, it takes a lot of time and effort. To get the viewership, to get the audience, and sometimes the subscription to your uh, YouTube channel doesn't really, you know, um, define what your show is all about, whether it's the viewership or not, because there's many ways of People viewing your uh, your shows, whether it's uh, through social networks, websites, or other people's websites. So don't be uh, don't think that you don't have enough subscribers that you're not getting the view the viewing ship. But uh, there's a lot of ways to do uh, to kind of get into the analytics of your show. But don't be don't feel like from the get go you can make you can make money from the get go. What I'm trying to say is be patient and know that you need to have you have you need to budget the time to grow up, uh, to grow your show. you know it's not something newcom, you know it takes yeah. a little bit of time, like any TV network, you know it takes a little bit more of marketing, you know um, your, who are you collaborating with to kind of spread out the word, and you have to bring that value before you can get the subscription before you can mm. get, uh, get people to watch it. so yeah.
1: That's good because a lot of times people tell you to do different things, you know, do a podcast, Mm -hmm. do a web show, do this or that, Mm -hmm. and you can make all this money and all these things can happen, but they kind of leave out the part that, you know, you do actually have to, you know, create value, you have to, you know, be patient about, you know, m- you know taking time to see, you know, what your show is going to do, what that strategy is going to do. So going back to yeah. what we talked about earlier in the show, it's commitment is really, really yeah. important. Very true. Yep. So um, let's talk about... You know, we're wrapping up here, but just share some of the mistakes and maybe hiccups you had along this journey, you know. (laughs) (laughs) What what are maybe a few that we can learn from, you know, as we start to journey if we decide to go ahead and and launch a, a web show?
0: Right, so number one, which I think the most predominant mistake that I've made, and I know people will make it too, is, uh, number one, don't expect, so my biggest mistake was, uh, was expecting everything to be perfect hello, you know, because, you know, you think that, oh, my God, I'll do this and it'll be perfect and nice, people can watch me and all that stuff. No, people, listen, don't expect that, especially when you're dealing with technology that, you know, you'll have a perfect product. No, um, in webcasting and, or, you know, web shows, um, you have to expect the unexpected because you are dealing with technology and anything can happen. And just like what you mentioned earlier, Kenya, you know, sometimes the technology changes before your eyes and you just have to go with mm-hmm. the pen punches, you know, and you have to accept the fact. If you're really serious about webcasting, create a web show, web TV show, um, Coming into the strategy, um, understanding that there will be imperfections. And number two, practice does make it perfect. Perfect is in everybody's own definition however you call perfect is because we all know there's no perfection in this world but whatever you make it to be perfect that is perfect you know Um, just have to understand that it is technology and anything can happen. And the most important thing, I think, is uh, in the beginning, I was a little bit impatient with it. Like you said, you know, oh, I expected yesterday. (laughs) But now with technology, you have to have patience because you're going to have to continue learning because technology changes like we all change our underwear. So we Mm -hmm. have to go with the punches and be patient and you set, Time to learn it and understand your learning curve. And that's some of the tips I could give you as far as, you know, um, my own mistakes and my
1: own hiccups that I've learned from. That's great. I, I just heard a tweetable, uh, technology changes like we change our underwear. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, we could <can> do that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> How hilarious. Well, wow, you know, this is great. I still like this. You know, we can talk about this all day because, uh, you know, this is a really powerful strategy. And, you know, I, I think, you know, this is one that, you know, especially for these, you know, you know our thought leaders are, like you said, coaches and our personality brands and consultants who, you know, kind of want people to see them and get to know them as a way to build that know, like, and trust. I think this is a very, very powerful tool because I know a lot of people that want to do this but kind of get intimidated by the whole process. So thanks so much for sharing this. Now, before we go, um, is there any additional thoughts or advice you want to leave us with for someone who is thinking about jumping in and launching their own talk show? Absolutely. Um,
0: I I'll, I'll leave with two, which is pretty doable. So number one, start small and start simple. Just back to the KISS. You know, choose a webcasting tool or video platform that works for you, your business, and what you do. And don't kind of gauge what other people are doing in their business. You have to do it for yourself because at the end of the day, like I said, you will have to probably delegate a process to somebody so you want to make sure that it is uh, uh replicatable. Um, and then Number two, get good at the process and usually this can be accomplished faster by working with talents or experts who have been successful at it. It's just like if you want to be a doctor, then go to a medical school. If you want to be a nurse, you know, if you want to be a teacher, then go to college and, uh, you know, get into the education program. That's what I mean by get good at the process and you can always work with talents or experts who have just done it, you know, and been Successful at it, and um, one more thing, just to kind of uh, add on, and um, really, really, uh, stress on this, just have patience because technology is not something that you can rush the process. It's, it's, you know, um, it takes time, so you have to understand what your learning curve is.
1: Very simple steps there. That is really wonderful. Thank you so much for that, Zeph. I was so excited that you. you came on and <laughs> shared <laughs> your brilliance with us. Our people, you guys are really missing out because you know when you see Zeph um, on video, you know just what you get got here. She's so high energy, so lovable. You have to check out the Creative Cafe um, web show. And with that, let's. Tell our listeners how they can check you out and get to learn more and fall in love with you and your, your platform. Um, where can they go to check you out to learn more, Zeph?
0: Okay, um, um, the primary place I send everybody to is just through our website. It's entrepreneurs.soar.com and entrepreneurs is spelled with an S. T-H-A-T-S-O-A-R.com, entrepreneurs.soar.com or you can just Google entrepreneurs.soar or you can Google Zaf Zan and you'll find a bunch of, uh, uh, uh list, uh, I mean, um, a bunch of things listed in your search results about me or uh, the company Entrepreneurs.soar.
1: So wonderful, so wonderful. And, of course, as always, I'll post these resources in the show notes so you can easily access them. Thanks again, Seth, for hanging out with us and sharing that great information. Thank you so much for having me, Ken. It's been a pleasure and an honor. <laughs> All right. To, to catch up on the latest podcast episodes and check out the show notes, you can visit KenyaHalliburton.com. And until next time, I wish you an abundance of success, joy and freedom. Take care.